say, well, this is just who I am, like it or not. And usually when we say that, we are saying that to give uh, a reason for our bad behavior. <laughs> Come on now. When we say that, we say it with our attitude of saying, like it or not, this is just the way I am. Take it or leave it. And wait a minute, who said that's you? Many times we, 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 we get things from our parents that are dysfunctional and we hold on to it. We hold on bad attitudes. We hold on to bad patterns. And then we have the nerve to say, this is me. Hold it, hold it, hold it. According to this verse, it says that we have been made new. We don't have an excuse to act the way we used to act. And we can't blame mama and daddy for it. Oh, hold, hold on. We may have got it from mama and daddy, but if you've been born again, if you've been regenerated, the old stuff no longer has any power in your life. There ought to be a newness. There ought to be a, 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 a unction. There ought to be a power that, that you don't feel comfortable acting out anymore. And don't tell me Christians don't act out. Don't, 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 don't sit here with your three-piece suit and your chiffon hat and your, and, your, and your silk dress and act like you got it all together. We struggle between the old nature and new nature. But the Lord said, I have come to cut the power ties of your old nature. So I'm not giving you an excuse to be what you used to be. Amen. You know one of the ways to know that you're saved is not by talking in tongues. I seen people talk in tongues and cuss somebody out. <laughs> I'm not saying there's no gift for talking in tongues, but, but how in the world can you go from talking in tongues in the sanctuary to cussing somebody out in the parking lot? So, so that is not the evidence of being full of the Holy Spirit. Oh, I got another one. Uh, shouting and jump over pews. And, and, and hitting somebody because you're shouting in the spirit doesn't mean you're full of the Holy Ghost. It may mean you're full of emotion. And we have regulated the Holy Spirit to make us run around the church and shout. Oh, he may make you feel good. Oh, I'm so glad I can feel him sometimes. I'm so glad he'll make me cry. I'm so glad he'll make me shout. But he ought to be regulating our lives. He came so that the life of Christ is in us and that us sit down and Christ stand up. Did you know you got that in you? Did you know that the world is waiting for you to be who you've been created to be and there is power when Christ shows up and people see the love of Jesus, the peace of Jesus, the joy of Jesus. Listen, your joy is not based on your circumstance. You ought to have a joy on the inside that you can stir your joy up. Listen, 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 listen. That's the only time you 
get happy is in the church. Something's wrong. You ought to be able to get yourself happy when you all by yourself. When nothing's going right. You ought to say, I know he got me. I know he loves me. I know God got my back. I'm covered. I'm covered by my brother and sister. The Holy Spirit is in you. What happened when he came in you, he killed the power that used to control you. You know, sometimes God will make you, how can I say that? It's dangerous to preach because when you preach, you got to be honest. I was in the, we was in, we was in this morning, we was talking, talking to some of the ministers, and, and, and God made me remember what I had forgotten. And I was going to leave it in the office. I'm preaching at the 8 o'clock, and God reminded me again, and I said, I don't want to say that. But, but hold on, wait a minute, it's not just me, help me remind you. You know, one of my favorite places I used to go to when I was in the world was the bump. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, y'all, y'all sitting there like, what are you talking about the bump? I know I'm not the only one. I know, not that. I think I remember seeing you over there. I thought I knew you. I saw you looking at me like that. That I remember you coming out with. Okay, let's take a bump. How many used to go over to, to the bump? That's half the church. <laughs> For some of you who don't have that, no idea what I'm talking about. The bump was a place across the river that you could go get whatever you wanted. And and they didn't ID you. Because I was 15 and 16. And that's where I went to get my 151 Puerto Rican run. Don't y'all look at me like that. Because we all got stories. We all got a path. See, see the change is, is, that, is, that, is that the stuff we did, I didn't feel bad about it. I just didn't want to get caught. How to know you got the Holy Spirit is you can't do the stuff you used to do and be comfortable with doing it. 
experience like a referee. Foul. You know you out of bounds. You know you double dribble. You know you're wrong. You know you And watch this. If you are not getting convicted, listen, convicted and not condemned. If you are a Christian, you don't get condemned. But you ought to get convicted. Let me explain the difference. Condemn is for those who don't know the Lord Jesus Christ and he letting them know that they are in danger of going to hell because they don't know Jesus. Convicted means you're going to heaven, but what you said was wrong. What you did was wrong. That's the old you. That has no place of being in the new you. Listen, for the Christian, God does not come to condemn you. Because, listen, you don't go out of being saved or unsaved. You are either saved or you're not. You either alive or dead. You either in Jesus or out of Jesus. And watch this. There's nothing you can do if you're in Jesus that can get you out of his hands, even suicide. And I'm not saying suicide is right. Suicide is wrong. But if you're covered by the blood, you're covered. Because watch this. Salvation is by grace, not by how good we are. I don't know why God saved me. I'm just glad he did. Can't nobody have a big head about being saved. We did not deserve it. It was God that brought us to it. It was God that worked it out of us. God's been good to us. Uh, y'all not clapping hard enough. God's been good. It was nothing but the love of Jesus. He first loved us. He loved us while we was in our sins and came and snatched us. something to shout about. So listen, some of y'all don't have a story like me. But you wasn't that good. (laughs) Jeremiah says that the unrepentant heart or the unsafe heart, it says it is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? What he's saying is, you don't even know yourself. <sighs> Ephesians help us a little bit. Ephesians chapter 2 says this. It says, it says, you was once dead in your trespasses. Watch this. Can I go a little bit farther? He said, he said, you was controlled by the pr- power of the prince of the power of the air, which is Satan. Come, 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 come. Whether you know it or not, whatever you was into, 
And what you into didn't have to be that bad. It could have been an attitude. That spirit was pushing you. Say what God reminded me this morning. Say, no, no, stay right there. Go ahead. God reminded me, walking into the 10th grade, first day in the 10th grade, going to Woolworth, I had taken 11 to 12 volumes, drinking 151. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me take it a, a step deeper. Let me take it a step deeper. I had trained myself to function at that level. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a difference between being hooked and being trained. I wasn't hooked. I was trained. I developed myself to be able to hang at that level. I grew up in church to the age of 13. Hold on, let's, let's, let's take it to another level. Lord, I don't want to tell them that. When I went out on Friday and Saturday night, I had already focused in Look straight. I had already focused in. I was prepared not to come back. Because where I was going and the dealing that we were going to do, it could have been that we get caught up in the situation and I wasn't backing down. So it was like an attitude of saying, I'm willing to die. Are you? Listen, it was a spiritual influence that was pushing me deeper in that thinking. Once you enter in, there's no telling how deep you're going to go. What are you flirting with? That if you don't stop it, you're going to become obsessed with. It wasn't possession. It was obsession because that was the last lifestyle I chose to live, and I was all in, even to death. Well, I didn't know that I know now there was a You're going to be either controlled by the Spirit of God or by the Spirit of Satan. We give leeway to what is pulling and pushing us by where our thinking is. Listen, you can be a Christian and still being pulled by your emotions. We got generational stuff. Grandmama was like that. Mama was like that. So I guess that's a, you know, that's a, I, I think there's leaping demons. 
They leap from one generation to the next generation. I had your daddy. Come on, I'm going to lead you around too. But you know what? He's right. When you was regenerated, when the Holy Spirit came to live with you, when Christ came to live in you, he gave you the power to say no. Hold on. He can't, I can't pull him because he made up his mind that's not him. The power that, that, that I had on his, on, his, on his daddy, on his grandma, and, and his granddad, because he's in Christ Jesus, he can look at the situation and make up his mind. It starts with him. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Hold on. When he stops it, he breaks the generational curse that would have passed down to his children because he has made up his mind. It stops right there, and it ain't going no farther. Do you know who you are and the power you have in the name of Jesus? Listen, you can say no. Listen, it would still try to push you. It would still try to pull you. But now you have the power to make up your mind, make up your will, stand on the word of God, all by what you are thinking in your head. Let me ask you, what's on your mind? As a man thinketh, it now gets in your heart, and when it gets into your heart, listen, what that means is you have now allowed it to move your will. I'm drinking, and I want to stop. No, you don't. Say that again. Haven't got to you. My will to drink is greater than my will to want to stop to drink. Uh, Y'all need to walk with me in this. Because I've been doing it for so long, and I derive some, some, some pleasure from, from, from drinking. Even though I'm saved, my will to drink is stronger than my will to stop. So guess what? Whatever your will agree with, that's what you're going to do. Now that I'm saved, I got the power to command my will to do what the Word says. And God will release power once I have made up my mind and my will. But hold on. So crying ain't going to do me no good. You know why? I already got the power. Guess what? Saying please ain't going to do me no good. Why? He already conquered it 
and sat down on his throne, he's waiting for me to use my faith to agree with what he says about me and make up my mind that what he says about me is true. No way, watch this. We can quote the word of God, we read the word of God, but we don't know how to use the word of God. You gotta work this thing. To walk in this newness, it has to be so in me that I believe what God says, regardless what is pressing on me. Listen, 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 listen. When God saved me, it wasn't a church, it was outside the church for three and a half years. I devoured the Bible. I prayed three times a day. God moved everyone out of my life. No friends. It was just me and the Lord. You know what he was doing? Transforming me from what I used to be what he has called me to be. Oh, I'm not finished yet, but you didn't want to meet me on the other side. You didn't want to come up against me and fight me on the other side because for me, I'm ready to die. Thank God, God got a hold of me. I, I thank God every day. That's why I can't afford to have a big head. I know where I came from. Do you remember where you came from? Some of us act like we've been holy all our life, but if the truth be known, all of us got a past. If shoes could talk, if walls could talk, if situation, God's been good. Regeneration is the work of the Holy Spirit. And what it is, Titus chapter 3 says that, that it is the washing by the Holy Spirit. He washed, he broke what used to be in control. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. There's a change of act. Have your attitude changed? It should be Thank you, Lord. Thank that you are uncomfortable yes, sir. saying some of the stuff that you used to say. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen, being saved doesn't mean I can't reach back and get it. <laughs> it, it's, it's still in the found cabinet of your mind. Listen, listen, you might have to reach way back and get it. But I tell you what, quit praying. Quit reading the word. Why do you think church is so important? Church ought to be that we are stirring one another up to keep running this race because you keep feeling a pull to want to reach back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You may not have a problem being by yourself, but when you go to work and that boss is, is I guarantee you, 
that some of what we're going through is to make us stop what we used to do. What I mean by that is this. What? As long as nobody messing with you, you good. That is not the test of your faith. Being stuck in your room ain't a test of your faith. Well, sometimes it is because our mind still... You can be the worst sinner sitting in a chair all by yourself. Because even though you ain't going no place physically, your mind is all over the place. This is the battlefield. This is the battlefield. If I'm jacked up here, don't matter. You know what? And I'm thinking, okay, because nobody can see what's going on here. This regeneration, it, it, it gets into the mind. It gets into the conscience. It begins to set up a moral standard where just anything isn't all right. That when I'm wrong, I feel it. One of the things that we got to understand is the evidence of being full of the Holy Spirit is really the fruit of the Spirit. Notice that I did not say fruits. I say fruit. Because the fruit of the Spirit is really putting on Jesus. Because Jesus is the sum total of what the fruit of the Spirit is. So I said, so when I put him on and walk in that, I'm walking in the fruit of the Spirit. Now watch this. As someone come and, and cuss me or give me a finger, the urge is to come out of that and do what they did. So when I come out of that, the same spirit that is now influencing them, I'm now is allowing them to influence me. Who are you, we giving way to? Because now that I'm set, you know what? When I wasn't safe, I didn't have a choice. I had a choice to the degree, but it's just natural. But now that I say, now that you say, you can't let Satan just have his way with you. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. You can't let Satan come in and steal your joy every minute. You can't be watching news and you will lose your mind if you don't let Jesus keep your mind. I hate to say this. We haven't seen nothing yet in a crazy world with a crazy president with some crazy folks. You better know Jesus. You better keep your mind on Jesus. You better be singing. You ought to be praising. And say, well, I thank you. I claim some 91 that you got your covering over me. And nothing can come my way as long as I'm right with you that you don't allow. And if you allow it, you can give me power to walk through it.
What you say? What you say? Let me show you how much power we got. God took 12 disciples who went into a world that is worse than our world and turned the world upside down, inside out by the power of the gospel because they believed. They believed they were world changers. They believed Jesus said his word. And they said, I'm up for the challenge. They said, we got this. I know what it did for me. And if I share my testimony in the name of Jesus, what it has done for me, it would do for others. You know, watch this, watch this, watch this. When we get a taste of that power, a taste of that glory, it makes you hunger for more. God's not asking us to do this in our human weak strength. But he wants some folks who got some faith on the line. Say, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I believe you. Lord, I, I believe that my prayers can shake heaven. So I, 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 I come into the throne room boldly. I, you, you know, we got to quit saying these cutesy prayers and get bold about it. Lord, not only save the next generation, I'm claiming the next three, four generation of my family that's not even born yet. I got any mothers in the house, fathers in the house. You, you ought to be praying, not just for your kids, but for your great-grandkids. You ought to be praying for what even not even born yet. Yeah, we, we, we ought to be praying that God changed neighborhood. I, I'm praying for a revival. You know why? We are now seeing what is one of the scariest verses in the Bible. People look at me and say, I'm scared of Revelation. I'm not scared of revelations. You know why I'm not scared of revelations? Because after chapter 3, we're not here. The church is gone. You don't read the church in the rest of the time. Know why? The church is gone. We up in heaven getting our reward. It's God's judgment on the world. So guess what? All those plagues and everything, I'm up there saying, glory, hallelujah, thank you. Now, if you don't know Jesus, get real scared. And we're going to open up the doors of the church so you don't have to be scared no more. But you know what the scariest verse in the Bible for me? is after Joshua died, and he said, and there grew another generation who did not know the Lord, nor the acts of the God. And everyone did what was right You know what's scary about that? We are seeing that. With the next generation. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, those bad kids. No, it was parents who did not 
tell them about God or about the acts of God. So they don't even have a clue. Listen, I was bad as all get out. But I wouldn't come into church high. I, I, there was, I, had a, I had a fear of God. I thought what I was doing was away from God. I didn't know that God was with me. <laughs> but, but I had a fear of God. Now, they don't, because they have not been taught, or they did not catch what we call. Listen, some of y'all got kids that's out there. If God can come get me, if the seed was in me and it got me back, if you put that seed in there, start thanking God now. Start believing God that that when the time is right, God's going to snatch them back. If you did what you were supposed to do, trust the sea. Trust the sea. Trust the sea. I don't care how bad they get. Trust the sea. Hallelujah. See, if you're a Christian parent, give God something to work with. That's what kingdom about, is that we, we believe in the power, we believe in the word of God, and we start walking in it. Listen, you don't, walking by faith is, I don't have to see it. I see him. I see him. I keep my eyes on him. Don't know when, don't know where, not my business how. But I know my God is up to something. I feel it deep down on the inside. I'm traveling. God's about ready to do something. Is there anybody else got to know it in their spirit? That you've been praying, you've been worshiping, you've been trusting. And now something said, quit asking and start praising me. Praising you. I haven't seen nothing yet. You don't have to see nothing. If I said, start praising me, it's already coming. Now, are you going to use your faith? And trust me at my word. Listen, God is looking for some folks that got some radical faith. You know what I mean by radical? You can't tell everybody because they're going to walk in doubt. I hate to say this. There's some Christian folks that are stuck. Want to be stuck. Because they won't let go of what God's trying to get them to let go of. 
have to work yes, your faith. Yes, Listen, it's in you. Touch to your neighbor says, it's in you. If you're in Christ Jesus, it's already in you. That's why Philippians chapter 2 says, verse 11 and 12 says, it's a work out your own salvation. Now, salvation there means work out what I put in you. I put deliverance in you. I put promises in you. I put purpose in you. I put glory in you. When I saved you, that came inside of you. I'm not telling you to work out to be saved, because when you accepted me, that's already there. But, but in that package, your gifting, your purpose, your calling, my glory is in you. Now you got to fight your way through everything Satan's going to throw at you. You got to fight your way. The negativity people going to talk to you. You got to fight your way in your own doubts. You got to believe me beyond what you feel, what you've been through, what people look at you. What I put in you is for you. Don't wait on nobody else to confirm what I put in you. I'm telling you, my word says it's in you. Now, walk in it. Talk it. Believe it. Praise it. Give me thanks for it. Come on now. Fight your way through it. You might have to cry sometimes, but work it out. 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 Work it. This newness is not us waiting on God. It's God waiting on us. Know what you got to do? This is not Burger King. <laughs> Have it your own way. This is not a drive-through window that you pick it up around the corner. You have to have a tenacity. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You have to believe God beyond what you're going through. Beyond what you've been through. Beyond all the haters around you. Beyond all the people that put their mouth on you. You got to believe beyond hurts, beyond put down, beyond criticism. See, you're not the only one who, who do, goes through that. Everybody goes through that. But you know, God wants you to do is reach up, grab down what he says about you. I am what he says I am. I am. I am victorious. I am more than a conqueror. I will walk and get 
everything he got for me. Listen, if you got to walk by yourself, make up your mind. I'm going to walk by myself and be all that he has created me. That's what you got to believe. That's what you got to make up your mind. And I'm done. One more thing. It just hit me. The more gifted you are, the more God's going to use you, the more trouble going to come your way. Because Satan's going to try everything to get you off focus of what God is calling you to be. God will take everything in your past and use it for his glory in the future. You know what the strangest thing is? I didn't want to tell y'all my story. That's embarrassing. That's ugly. Some of y'all may lose respect. <laughs> Some of them don't even believe it. But you know what? I got so much in my past, I don't have to lie about it. Matter of fact, I can't even tell y'all the whole story. <laughs>